It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Jackson Gatlin here, host of the Monday edition Locked On NBA podcast. Every Monday, I cover the three biggest stories in the NBA with the local experts from Locked On. It's an awesome recap of the weekend of the NBA and a look at what's ahead. Mark your calendars on Monday to join me for Locked On NBA podcast, available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Sometimes you do something so crazy and then you totally redeem yourself. The Orlando Magic are still very much a young team making mistakes, but man, when Jalen steps late, he makes something magical. That's a pun. Let's talk about it. It's time for Locked On Magic. You are Locked On Magic, your daily Orlando Magic podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. you are indeed locked on magic today is november 19th 2022 my name is phil prosenreich i'm the expert insight editor over at orlandomagicdaily.com of course follow me on twitter at philip rr underscore omd on today's episode of locked on magic the orlando magic steal one or maybe gave one away and took it back from the chicago bulls as jalen suggs hits a game-winning three-pointer to give the magic their first road win of the season we're going to break down that game what a big moment it was for Jalen Suggs and why it's actually very important that the Magic won this game the way that they did, um, even though there's still a lot to work through. We'll get to all that coming up here in just a moment. But first, we want to thank you again for making Lockdown Magic part of your day every day, no matter when you listen to us, whether it's first thing in the morning, whether it's right when we upload, whether it's on the weekend. We truly appreciate you making Lockdown Magic part of your day every day. Remember, there's a great Lockdown podcast covering every single team in the NBA. Just search for Locked On and the team you're looking for. The Locked On Podcast Network. It's your team every day. Today's episode is also brought to you by Bet Online. Bet Online has you covered this season with more props, odds, and lines than ever before. Bet Online, where the game starts. The Orlando Magic just need opportunity. Um, that's that's the truth of it. Um, boil everything down. What this season is about and, and, and the growth that this team needs to show is about opportunity. Taking advantage of opportunities. Creating opportunities. And putting this team in a position to win more games. Every chance, every time out is a learning experience. And, and with how young this team is, That's how they have to look at it. As a learning experience. As a chance to get better. As a chance to grow and develop. And take those all-important next steps. As as a franchise, as an organization, as as an individual, as a team. I've sat here and said that a lot of these Magic games rhyme. And this one certainly did too. We've been in this situation before. A double-digit lead on the road. A a, a team that looks pretty darn near unbeatable. That looks like everything we imagined they could be for 25, 30 minutes, 35 minutes. for, For long, long stretches. And then all of a sudden, it just turns. And, and they lose that spark. They lose it. And then they're scrambling, trying to find their way back. 
all that stuff isn't going to go away, and, and we're going to get into a little bit of that here. But what mattered at the end was the opportunity that presented itself. What mattered at the end is how would the magic respond to being in this situation again? So much of this season is about that. It's about maybe failing once, learning from it the next time you're there. And, and if there's a frustration in the season, it's that maybe that learning is taking a little bit longer or that the Magic keep making the same repeated mistakes, which is something, again, they want to avoid and want to, to get by. And we're going to get into a little bit of that coming up here in a minute. But at the end of the day, opportunity presented itself. The little sliver of hope came to fruition. The Magic lost a 19-point lead. They were in control for most of the game, and then DeMar DeRozan got churning. And Orlando just couldn't stop him. Well, it wasn't even that they couldn't stop him. The Magic couldn't stop themselves from making mistakes, turnovers, some ill, some questionable shots, just unable to kind of keep the train rolling, to stop the bleeding, to hang on as tightly as they could. And eventually it led to a huge mistake, Franz Wagner fouling out on a, a very questionable offensive foul call. Jalen Suggs taking a, a very questionable shot. Javante Green going down the other end and getting a dunk to put the Bulls up four very late in the game. And the Magic just desperately hoping that Chicago would leave the door just a little bit open. Just a hair open for them to walk through, for them to get through, for them to put themselves in a position to steal the game. Because late games are weird. Stuff happens. And nothing could have been weirder than what happened at the end of this game. Yes, the Magic down by four. Jalen Suggs gets to the foul line, makes it a two-point game. The Magic have to foul. They don't have a choice. Time is out. And they found Nikola Vucevic, who entered this game having missed only three free throws all season long. The former Magic All-Star stepped to the line in what seemed like a sure bet that he would send the Bulls and the Chicago fans happy with a win by the skin of their teeth. He missed the first one. Then he missed the second one. This is opportunity. This is a golden chance. A chance that the Magic have been on the other side, on the wrong side of so many times before in the last decade. The kind of losses, the kind of frustrating defeats that just seem impossible. That take a little bit of luck. But luck is still opportunity. Luck is luck is irrelevant if you don't make the moves to take advantage of it. And so the Magic had this chance, this golden opportunity to take advantage of this miscue, of this mistake. Would they do it? Orlando corralled the rebound with about a little bit less than 30 seconds to play. Or not less than that, actually. 15 seconds to play, probably, at this point. Uh, and Jalen Suggs got the ball and went down the floor. We've seen Jalen Suggs hit plenty of big shots, dating back to his time at Gonzaga. Ayu Desomnu, one of the best young guards, one of the best young defensive guards in the league, was on him. And Suggs, bravely, stupidly, foolishly, bravely in this case, 
was going to take the shot. He drove in on Dasumnu, got into his body a little bit, knocked him back, stepped back, on balance, three-pointer, good. Four seconds to play, all the Bulls could manage was a half-court heave from DeMar DeRozan. This is not a three-point shooting team. And the Magic took victory from the jaws of defeat. 108-107. to Opportunity. Say what you want about this team. We're going to get to that here in the second block of the show. Say what you want about this team. But their fight gave them opportunity. The fact that despite everything working against them, a, a, a really bad call, and we'll see what the two-minute report says. I, I'll say, look, I think the Franz Wagner call was a bad call. I understand what the refs saw. But literally, James Harden does that every game. He, he, he didn't even throw himself into Cameron Payne. It was like a soccer play. He beat him to the spot. I don't know. I don't know how that call gets made the way it got made. It, it was, frankly, a little... I don't think he tripped him at all. Um, if there's a foul, it's on Wendell Carter, to be perfectly honest. Um, but they've got through that. They got through blowing the 19-point lead. They got through a 41-point game from DeMar DeRozan. They got through being down four and having to scrape and claw and hope for a miracle. Here's the thing about miracles. Miracles are just opportunities. If you don't make the shot, if you don't take advantage of the opportunity, it's nothing. The Magic made something out of this game. They put themselves and put the pressure on the Chicago Bulls to close this one out. And the Bulls very easily could have. They could have closed that door. The same way the Magic could have closed that door up by 19. But they didn't. And the Magic made the most of this chance. Same way the Sacramento Kings did when they hit that half-court three. This is what happens when you play close games. It comes down to these kind of random occurrences. It doesn't get more random than Nikola Vucevic missing two free throws and helping the Magic win another game. It doesn't get more random than that. Because Jalen Suggs' shot was all skill. Jalen Suggs' shot was about a player who's taken a lot of the lessons and a lot of things the Magic have been teaching and talking about and putting it into action. This was not a miracle comeback or a miracle occurrence. This was an opportunity the Magic took advantage of. And the fact that the Magic took advantage of this opportunity says something much bigger about this team and what they want to accomplish and what they want to be. We're going to talk a little bit about that coming up here in just a moment. But first, a, a, a quick word from our pals at Masterclass. You've probably seen the, the ads for Masterclass. Like Steph Curry has, I think, a Masterclass uh, te- you know, talking about shooting and the fine, fine, finer arts of shooting. Um, I think there's a Masterclass with uh, Ron Howard on, on screenwriting. These are the experts. These are the people that are the best in their fields. And there's no one better to learn a skill or a thought process from the best in the world. 
With Masterclass, you can learn from the world's best minds anytime, anywhere, and at your own pace. You can learn how to do just about anything. Like I said, from shooting a jumper to screenwriting to telling a story. I think the Duffer Brothers, the creators of Stranger Things, talk about crafting stories. And, and it's you know that's just really interesting because Stranger Things is an incredibly tightly written story, and it's 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 amazing what they do. You can improve any you can improve skills from the very best in the world with more than 180 classes from a range of world class instructors. That thing you've always wanted to do is closer than you think. They have classes on almost anything. You know, I've talked about basketball and sports. There's business, there's networking, there's writing, there's anything you can think of. Masterclass will have an expert that can help you learn a little bit more and learn some skills that you can take either to putting it to use of what they're doing or into your into your real life and make it make yourself a whole lot better. I highly recommend you check it out today. This holiday, give one annual membership and get one free. Go to masterclass.com slash locked on today. That's masterclass.com slash locked on. Terms apply. The NBA playoffs are right around the corner and Locked On NBA is here daily to keep you caught up with all the late season drama. Every Monday, Jackson Gatlin rounds up the three biggest stories around the league, helping to break down the NBA playoffs. Mark your calendars to listen to Locked On NBA every Monday to be up to date. Locked On NBA, available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. We want to thank you again for making magic part of your day every day. For your next listen, go check out the Locked On Sports Today podcast every Monday through Friday from the games that matter the most to the biggest stories in sports. Go beyond the scoreboard and behind the scenes with local experts and insights that only Locked On can provide. Locked On Sports Today available on this app, YouTube, and wherever you get your podcasts. So when we pull back here... um, this magic season is about leveling up. Um, and, 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 and there's a lot of things that leveling up can entail. And, and certainly leveling up is learning how to win. And, and frankly, learning how to steal games like this one is is a very important skill. Um, again, let's say that the magic are sitting at 40 and 40 and 41 on the last night of the season and they need a win or, or they, they're at 41 and 41 tied for the last play-in spot, we will be able to say Jalen Suggs' three-pointer tonight got us into the play-in tournament. That's that's the reality of, of how close these margins can be. And so you take every win for what they're worth. You take every win um, as, as something valuable and, and, and don't question how you got it. Um, as Illy used to say, there is no such thing as an ugly win. Every win counts the same. But as I've said before, that's not what this season's about. But, you know, the, the season's about winning, don't get me wrong, but it's about learning how to win and getting continually better and having the right thought processes to win. For sure, the Magic have a lot to work on. They're up by 19. They're doing a relatively good job protecting the ball. They were running their offense effectively. They were answering every every run that Chicago put at them um, and extending their lead back out. And, and you know, kind of, uh, Jamal Mosley said this in the past, like, they made their run, go make yours. 
Orlando was doing that time and time and time again in this one until, you know, the late third quarter, early fourth quarter. That's when the same problems that we've been seeing throughout the course of the season popped up. The Magic turned the ball over. They settled for jump they settled for jumpers. They didn't get to the foul line. They didn't get in the paint. They fouled a lot on their end. They, you know, again, Orlando could certainly say they have a lot to learn. They have a lot to improve. They have a lot to get better at. But this is a season about le- about becoming more mature. Like I've said before, I will be more concerned if these issues are still popping up in March and April than I am now. We are a month into the season, hard to believe. We are a month into the season, nearly a quarter of the way through the season. We're kind of establishing the base and, and, and we'll hopefully see improvement, especially as this team gets healthy, as the, as the season moves on, as the season progresses. So there's a long, long way to go. But what we want to see are little signs that they're getting it, that they're understanding the little pieces of maturing and, and, and gaining their composure. And, and one part of leveling up that Jamal Mosley has constantly talked about is not letting mistakes linger. You know, getting back and making up for mistakes. If you make a mistake, don't wallow in it. Don't repeat it. Get back, make a play. Get back, stay in the moment, make the next play. Make you know, Go play to play, possession by possession, not necessarily thinking about what you did wrong. Learn from it, but move forward. And to me, that's, that's what's so impressive about this game. And you know, maybe we wouldn't say that if, if they had lost. If they, you know, winning and losing changes your outlook on, on a game. And certainly I've outlined that, yes, the Magic still have a lot of problems they need to fix and, and, and that this is not a game to rest on your laurels and be happy, but, or be completely happy. It is a game, though, that you can rest, you can, you can rest and you can say, this is the w- area where this team grew. And it starts with Jalen Suggs. You know, Jalen Suggs played with a lot of composure and I thought was very, very good throughout the course of the game until we got to the fourth quarter and then you could see his decision making and his uh, and him getting sped up in numerous ways. He made you know this Magic team their offense is really rudimentary. Um, it's missing layers that they've got to continue to layer on. And having Gary Harris, having Terrence Ross out on the floor is going to help them do some of this. But Orlando is very much about getting all the way into the paint, all the way to the rim and nothing else. There isn't the trust to kick back out to three-point line. There isn't the composure. There isn't the understanding of, I can't drive too deep too quickly because I got to get my outlet out to three-point line when the defense collapses. The Magic don't quite know what to do when the defense collapses yet. That's everyone. That's Franz Wagner. That's Jalen Suggs, especially. That's everybody is not quite at that stage where they're kicking back out to three-point line. And again, that's why I think the Magic's three-point attempts are down. That's why the Magic's pass passing is down. They're, they're missing... Uh, the next layer of the offense, the next layer of the thought processes they need to have. And so you saw throughout the course of the fourth quarter, and trust me, I do this in 2K because I play the same way and have the same problems. Um, The Magic just getting to the basket and trying to throw up these wild shots at the rim, trying to draw fouls, trying to initiate contact, and when the whistle doesn't come, they're in trouble. How did Chicago get up by four points? Well, A, Franz Wagner was out of the game, so the ball was in Jalen Suggs' hands. But Suggs tried to drive into the paint, draw contact, and throw up a wild shot. He didn't get it. He looked at the ref, you know, for a split second. But Javante Green was all already down the other end of the court. Chicago goes down the down the floor, gets a dunk. They're up four. It looks like they're going to win. But credit to this Magic team. 
credit to Jalen Suggs especially, they fought through this. They made that mistake. They owned that mistake. But then they got back in the game. They got a quick two. They got a quick trip to the foul line, even better, with Suggs to cut the lead back down to two. They scrambled and they you know, maybe got the ball exactly where they wanted it to go. They made Chicago work a little bit to 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 get the ball to get the ball in to 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 get to their last option. And they put themselves again in a position where they could take advantage of these things. But more importantly, when you go back and watch Jalen Suggs' game winning shot, which I have done numerous times over the last few hours, I'm sure you have too. Um, you go back and watch that shot. It's not of a player that just made a ton of mistakes and is pressing to make something happen. That is a confident shot. That is the shot of a guy who knew exactly what he wanted to do. And certainly on a back-to-back, I thought going for three was the absolute right decision. Overtime was not an option here. Get the game done. Jalen Suggs took a shot that he probably wouldn't have taken last year. Certainly wouldn't have made last year. Because his three-point shooting's gotten a lot better. Much more consistent, especially off the dribble, setting himself up and finding his rhythm. He played with the poise and composure that helped Orlando build the lead in that big moment. With the game on the line, with a chance to win it, Suggs made up for his mistakes. He learned from them. He forgot them, pushed them to the side and said, I've got to win this play. So much of this Magic season is about exactly that. Exactly what Jalen Suggs did. About focusing on the play in front of you. And it's easy to do late in the game, but focusing on the play in front of you and forgetting about the mistakes you made beforehand. Learning from them, perhaps. Learning from them, for sure but focusing on what's in front of you. That's what so much about this offense is about. That's what so much of what the season's about. And it's a lesson that the Magic have to learn. And it's a good thing that they got it in a win. And such an emotional win. And such a big win in a big moment. That what happened before didn't matter. It's about what happens now. And with all the close games the Magic have played, it sometimes feels like they are pressing. They are speeding up. They are trying to make up for some of these mistakes that they made. But the best way to make up for the for mistakes is to forget about it. Push it to the side. And focus on what you need to do today and in that moment to get the job done and win the game. That's what Jalen Suggs did. And that's ultimately what got the Orlando Magic a big victory. We're going to go through the final box score real fast, talk a little bit about some big returns for the Orlando Magic. We'll get to that coming up here in just a moment. But first, a quick word for our pals at BetOnline. BetOnline.net is your number one source for sports betting info, stats, news, and analysis this season. Get the latest odds and trends for every professional amateur league out there from football to basketball to soccer and esports. They've got it all at BetOnline.net. And if you love sports podcasts, you can find those at Bet Online as well. They're the fastest, easiest way to get your betting fix from the latest uh, rookie of the year odds to 
Uh, the next coach who's going to get fired, um, sorry, Billy Donovan. I, I think he might be pretty high on that list right now. They're always the fastest way to get your betting fixed. So head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more. Bet online where the game starts. The NBA playoffs are right around the corner and Locked On NBA is here daily to keep you caught up with all the late season drama. Every Monday, Jackson Gatlin rounds up the three biggest stories around the league, helping to break down the NBA playoffs. Mark your calendars to listen to Locked On NBA every Monday to be up to date. Locked On NBA, available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Let's close out today's show with a run through the box scores. The Orlando Magic defeat the Chicago Bulls 108-107. Um, big scoring from uh, the Magic starters. Um, let's start with Franz Wagner. 20 points, 5 for 9 shooting, 2 for 3 from deep, 8 for 9 from the foul line. Great getting to the line 9 times. 8 assists. He did foul out. He did have 3 turnovers. The, the, the fouling was a big issue throughout the third quarter. That's that's really how Chicago got back in this game. They're 20 for 25 from the foul line. Obviously, they're missing those two that they really want, but um, but Orlando just fouled way too much. Uh, they end up with 25 fouls in the game. That's, that is a lot, and, and while it didn't translate all the way into free throw attempts uh, for Chicago, the fouling in the third quarter especially is a big reason why the Bulls got back in the game. Um, so, the Magic got to own that up a little bit. You know, Fra- again, Franz had six. Juma Okeke had four. Wendell Carter had four. Mobamba had four. It, it just it just all adds up. Um, and again, Franz's foul, his the one that his final foul was certainly very very questionable. We'll see what the two two minute report uh, says uh, on Saturday. Um, but overall, again, there's very little I need to say about Franz Wagner. I I I I could tell you Franz Wagner played well, and you can guess what he did. Great drives to the basket, just great finishes, did a great job initiating contact. He's been struggling with that all year. He really did a good job kind of getting contact and finishing through it and finishing around it. Um, look, the Magic don't go down by four. The Magic probably win this game without heroics and without needing a little bit of luck um, if Franz Wagner doesn't foul out because he is was in complete command. There's a few flip shots that maybe he missed around the rim. Um, but he and Wendell Carter were just on point, and Chicago really had no answer for for them. They were attacking Nikola Vucevic, and again, once he trusts and is able to make passes out to the perimeter when the defense has collapsed around him because they're starting to send three, four guys to him every time he gets in the paint because he's that much of a paint threat, um, this offense is going to be really good. I, I've been saying it all year. I really like what the Magic are doing offensively. It hasn't come together fully yet, but I just think I I just I love what the Magic are doing offensively. I, I really think there's there's a real, there's some really good potential for this offense to be very very good, provided they have the right pieces and again provided their their players just get better, which they're going to. They're they're young. They're going to get better. So another great game from Franz Wagner. Jalen Suggs twenty points, eight assists, seven for sixteen shooting, two for six from deep. Obviously the big one. Uh, five rebounds for him. Does have six turnovers. The six turnovers are the big ones. Turned the ball over a little bit early, but they were dead ball turnovers, so they didn't hurt the team as much. Orlando with 16 turnovers for 25 Chicago points. Eight of those turnovers coming in the fourth quarter. So again, you see when the Magic don't turn the ball over, they are really, really good. Um, They can build 19-point leads and score 37 points in the first quarter when they don't turn the ball over. 
when they turn the ball over, they are really, really shaky because, you know, they're, they're, they're kind of pressing offensively. They're not getting into their sets offensively. They're, they, they, could, they could be rough, um, and their defense is much rougher when they're having to play in transition. Their transition defense is not particularly good. Um, again, some of that just the motion and movements in their offense leave them a little bit exposed. But, um, J, you know, Jalen Suggs right now runs like hot or cold. He's either really, really good, really, really composed, and, 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 and doing a good job putting the ball where he wants it, or he is turning the ball over all over the place, just playing wild and and, and really hurting the team. Um, because they, again, he's the point guard. He's got to be the one giving, you know, presenting composure and organizing the team. For most of this game, he was the very good Jalen Suggs. For a good chunk of the game, third and fourth quarters, he was the very bad Jalen Suggs. And so that's something to watch. And again, something he'll get better at as he gets as he gets more experience, as he as his role becomes more defined. Um, but overall. Uh, overall, a solid game from Jalen Suggs. It wasn't just a game-winning shot. He did a lot of really good things. He was really, really, really composed. But the moments when he's not, that's the danger zone for this Orlando Magic team. So just something to keep an eye on. Wendell Carter made his return after missing a game with pl- a plantar fascia strain. 21 points, 9 for 16 shooting, 1 for 6 from deep, 8 rebounds uh, for him. He did have 5 turnovers as well. Um, I thought Wendell played about as well as you could, you could hope. His screening was really, really good. Um, his three-point shot wasn't quite there. You could tell, especially toward the end of the game, uh, that he was slowing down just a little bit. Um, that he wasn't quite, uh, that he wasn't quite at the same level that you would expect him to be. Um, and so, you know, it is something to watch. And I think the Magic can be very careful, and, and the Magic can keep an eye on how he's feeling. It does appear Wendell is going to play to, on Saturday. Um, he does not want to sit out. Um, so, you know, again, we'll see We'll see what happens or how, how long he can keep this up. Um, but overall, uh, you know, I, it was good to have Wendell. He just stabilizes so many things for this Magic team. It's it's, it's just night and day when he's out there. Again, that's that's no offense to, to, to Mo. To Mo, I think Mo, Mo had a good game. 13 points, 4 for 9 shooting, 4 for 5 from deep. Um, you know, again, maybe settling a little bit too much for his 3. Uh, did a decent job when he got matched up with Nikola Vucevic. He knows some of his tricks. Um, but definitely got a little bit outmuscled with with the Bulls bigs uh, around the basket. So you know, again, just uh, I think that's going to be typical Mo Bamba stuff uh, with him. Uh, Bull Bull, fifteen points, six for ten shooting, ten rebounds for him. Pretty typical Bull Bull game. Made his shots. Uh, you know, was really difficult to handle. Uh, uh, you know, no nothing glaring defensively on, on, on in this game. So solid Bull Bull game. And finally, Gary Harris makes his debut. Plays twenty three and a half minutes. Uh, that's a little bit more than Terrence Ross. Seven points, three for five shooting, one for one from deep. Um, you know, very, you know, not not a whole lot of counting stats. I, I thought he played well, didn't try to do too much, just kind of got his feet wet. Um, when the Magic needed stops on DeMar DeRozan late in the game, they turned to Gary Harris. I thought he did about as well as you could against DeMar DeRozan. DeRozan's just in a zone right now. 41 points for DeMar DeRozan, 16 for 30 from the floor, eight for nine from the foul line. Um, once he got going in this, and I think he played the entire second half, once he got going in the second half, it, it was game over. That, that was that was it for uh, for 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 anyone. He was just going to kind of get to his spots, and and I think the Magic did a much better job later in the fourth quarter, getting the ball out of his hands, making work. And I think Gary Harris deserves some credit for that. Um, again, we'll see how much Gary Harris's role continues to expand, but a really really solid showing in Gary Harris's first game for uh, for the season with the Orlando Magic. Um, Orlando's offense, like I said, slowed down. They scored 66 points in the first half, just 42 in the second half. So again, those, those struggles continue. Orlando's been a very good first half team, been a very bad second half team. So 42 points there. Um, 
Orlando also struggles with offensive rebounds, 13 offensive rebounds, just 12 second chance points though. Chicago four for 11 on second chance points. So that is a little bit of a positive and an odd stat for Orlando. Chicago outscores Orlando 50 to 38 in the paint. Um, Again, Orlando got to the foul line a decent amount, but the Magic's inability to consistently score in the paint. If you're not scoring in the paint, you got to hit threes. Orlando was 12 for 28 from three. And that's a big reason why Orlando was able to race out to the lead. But this Magic team is about getting in the paint, scoring in the paint, That's got to be consistent. Free throws and paint paint points are the bread and butter for this offense. That's what dried up in the third quarter. That's what dried up in the fourth quarter. And that's what allowed Chicago to get back into the game. Because Chicago's defense is is, is pretty good. Um, So once they got over that initial shock in the first half, they slowly climbed their way back in the game. And again, Orlando took advantage of the opportunity that came to them. Gave themselves a chance to win it. The Orlando Magic defeat the Chicago Bulls 108-107. to Orlando back in action Saturday night at Gainbridge Fieldhouse in Indianapolis. They'll start a two-game set with the Indiana Pacers on Saturday and Monday. Tip-off is at 7 p.m. on Saturday. Both teams coming off a of back-to-back. Orlando traveling from Chicago. Indiana traveling from Houston. But that's going to do it for me today. I want to thank you all again for listening to today's episode of Locked on Magic. Of course, follow me on Twitter at R underscore OMD. Subscribe to the podcast, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, TuneIn, Himalaya, Google Play, Spotify, Odyssey, and all the fun places in all the podcasts to your podcast-enabled listening device. For the latest on the Orlando Magic, be sure to check out orlandomagicdaily.com. You can follow us there on Twitter at omagicdaily. Now that you're done listening to us, be sure to check out the other great podcasts on the Locked On Podcast Network, especially the Locked On Sports Today podcast. Every Monday through Friday, the biggest stories of the day, plus instant reactions, big game recaps, and the take of the day. It's available on the Odyssey app, YouTube, and wherever you get podcasts. That's going to do it for me today. Today, though, I want to thank you all again for listening to today's episode of Locked On Magic. For Orlando Magic, Dylan and Locked On Magic, this has been Phil Cross. We'll see you all next time for another episode of Locked On Magic. Prime members, you can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.